Hello, my friends, and welcome to Thursday, August the 20th, and our Cup of Joe podcast, where we will continue uh, through Matthew's gospel and um, jump a, a chapter, as a matter of fact. We just began um, chapter, gosh, was it 21, I want to say, or 20. Oh, gosh, I should have looked before I did this. Anyway, we're jumping to chapter 22 today. I want to say yesterday we were in chapter 20. So skipping over chapter 21, which is Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, and we are going to look at chapter 22, 1 to 14. Boy, a, a terrific parable today that Jesus is addressing to the chief priests and elders. So he's entered into the to Jerusalem, uh, as we know, on Palm Sunday, riding on the donkey to the uh, throngs and, and the adulation of, of people and their hosannas. And now, of course, that time that he is in from that Sunday up until he is arrested on Good Friday, uh, he is um, constantly hounded by the Pharisees, the scribes, the elders, and uh, and these are one of this is one of these encounters where Jesus is giving them a parable, and and I think they kind of see through some of it of what he's saying about who they are. So let's dive in right away, shall we? Uh, Matthew chapter twenty-two verses one to fourteen. Let's listen to the word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus, again in reply, spoke to the chief priests and the elders of the people in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feast, but they refused to come. A second time he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fattened cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Some ignored the invitation and went away. One to his farm, another to his business. The rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then the king said to his servants, The feast is ready. But those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go out, therefore, into the main roads and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guests, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment. He said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his attendants, Bind his hands and feet, and cast him into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are invited, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, my friends, I say this is a wonderful parable, and it is, it is so good. But yet there's destruction and, and wailing and grinding of teeth and murderers' cities being destroyed. So, you know, and some of that is so darn Matthew. You know, take the same parable, and this is my challenge to you today, and look at it in, in Luke. And, and Luke is so much more genteel and compassionate. No murderers are being killed. 
I don't know, maybe Matthew had a bad day. Uh, maybe he just recalled Jesus's words differently. Again, let's assume Matthew and Luke are, are oh gosh, I th- this may be in, in Mark too, or they may have gotten it from uh, their Q source. Uh, and so I'm, I'm not remembering fully. I should have looked in Mark before to see if this parable is there, but it's most certainly in Luke and Matthew shared. But, but Matthew's is always, you know, somebody's got to be destroyed. Anyway, wonderful parable. And there's so much, it's so rich. Let me give two main points. Uh, and, uh, and, and it deserves far more than that. The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast. You know, brothers and sisters, I've used this. I used it yesterday, uh, you know, in that idea that we are for hire and, and that our God continually comes out and invites us. But we have to participate in that two ways. One, we have to show up on the street corner and, and, and present ourselves. And two, after we have presented ourselves, when the invitation comes, we have to say yes. We have to go. And, uh, and, and the payment will take care of itself. Um, today we're hearing a similar manner, uh, a wedding feast, and go out and invite everyone. Uh, and so, okay, behold, I prepared my back banquet, you know, blah, blah, blah. He dispatches his servants uh, to summon the invited guests. Uh, twice, as a matter of fact. But some ignored the invitation, went away, one to his farm, another to his business. The rest, of course, you know, did their dastardly deeds. Um, and, and it's interesting, my friends, the invitation to the wedding feast. Um, here, it's to the invited guests. And, and I'll, I'll move beyond that in a moment. But uh, the point is, You'd think, my friends, and and I don't want to belittle this, that it's our sins that keep us from the feast. And on the one hand, that's very true. And I don't want to minimize uh, the importance and and the destruction of sin in our life, because what it does is it, it... it, it, we, we don't feel centered. We, don't, we, we forget who we are. We forget whose we are. And, and that, that major relationship with God is severed. That relationship with ourselves is severed and with each other. So I don't want to minimize that, you know, because when we fall into sin, um, it, you know, it brings about with it not only the severing of relationships, it brings with it shame, that those voices that speak to us and say, oh, you think you are... are God's beloved? No, you're not. Look at what you're doing, what you're thinking, what you're saying. Uh, and that, that again, just um, is that downward spiral into a separation from ourselves and others and God. Uh, and so I don't want to minimize that. that. That truly is part of what keeps us from the kingdom. But in this parable, it's not what keeps us from the kingdom. Did you notice that? In the wedding feast, some ignored him. One went to his farm, the other to his business. If you read Luke, again, I didn't read it today before coming, but uh, if you read Luke, uh, one says, you know, I've just, I've just gotten married. I've got I to gotta attend to, to my wife. And, and my point being, he's not saying, you know, these major sins are what are keeping me from saying yes to the invitation. It's our normal, everyday stuff. My friends, I think none of us listening here would say, owning a farm and tending to its business is poor, or, or doing our daily work is 
a poor decision or going off and tending to our wife, our, our husband, our, our children, our, our relationships is poor. My friends, but to the extent they keep us from saying yes to the invitation to the wedding, then they do block us. Then it is poor. You know, to, to put this parlance in, in today's, you know, or this, this parable in today's parlance, there is nothing wrong. And, and I, this is even on a podcast now. It's, it's recorded. There's nothing wrong with the Green Bay Packers, my friends. There is nothing wrong with, um, oh gosh, you know, going for a day out on the lake uh, and, and spending time there. There is nothing wrong with gardening. There is nothing wrong with hopping in a car and doing a road trip. All these things are fine. But to the extent, brothers and sisters, that they become our passion, that they become our focus, that they keep us from saying yes to the kingdom and the kingdom being our passion and our focus, then they get in the way of the wedding feast and our yes to God and our yes to working for and building that kingdom of God here on earth. To the extent that that is what we focus on over on the left side and not here on the right which is the kingdom, and it leads us this way instead of this way, then, brothers and sisters, we need to take a look at that as well. Uh, second point, uh, and it's so good, too, you know, this whole point about the wedding garment, you know, they, everybody's there. Oh, and first of all, I have to say this. The servants went out in the street, you know, basically after the murder, <laughs> everything goes down. The, the owner, he says, listen, Nobody, you know, the feast is ready, but, but, but nobody was, was, is, is coming. Nobody was worthy. The ones who were invited were not worthy to come. Why? Because they were farmers and business people? No, because they weren't interested in coming. That's what made them unworthy. And so then the master went out and said, gather everyone. Go into the main roads. Uh, Luke says, go to the highways and the byways because my hall must be filled. Bring in the bad and good alike. <laughs> now, brothers and sisters, I'm not going to tell you our actions don't matter. But what I'm telling you is this. Jesus told the parable. And he's the one who said, go out and gather all that you find, the bad and good alike. And do you know what distinguished them? They came. They came. They didn't let things get in the way. Hey, you want to argue with me? You want to say I'm being relativistic? You want to, you know, say uh, this, that, or the other thing doesn't matter? Take it to the parable. Take it to Jesus. I'm merely pointing out what he said. So then let's go to the, the wedding garment. Oh, which I love this idea. My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? You know, because they're at a wedding feast, right? And there's the guy not dressed. Uh, but he was reduced to silence, and the king said, bind his hands and feet and cast him out in the darkness. We know what happens out there, not good things. Um, so what is the big deal? He didn't dress for the, you know, if you're going out and inviting the, ba the bad and good alike on the highways and byways, that's going to happen, Right. The point is, brothers and sisters, I mean, can you get that upset about what he's wearing to the wedding? Is that really the point here? 
No, no, it's not the point at all. The point is, he wasn't dressed for his wedding. That's what we're talking about. Who's the son who, who is the, the wedding feast is, is being thrown for? Or we could have put daughter. It's you and I. It is exactly what I said yesterday, my friends. Forgive the point that I continue to go back to, but I think it may be the, the main point in our spiritual walks is the ability to say yes. Are we there? Are we at this wedding feast to say, I do? And if we are not, if we are not dressed for that, if we are not prepared to say, I do to Christ and to the wedding feast and to the kingdom of God, then you know what? Absolutely we are thrown out, wailing and grinding of teeth, because I am not interested in that. But if, my friends, we are there, prepared to say, I do, and we are there to say, yes, yes, I'm yours, and, and praise God, you are mine. Yeah, yeah, we're there. And, and, and dare I say, we're worthy to be there, not by our own not by our own doings. I mean, remember, the bad and good alike are there. Uh, but it is our yes, it is our I do that makes us, um, that gives us our, our, our seat at the table. Praise God. Praise God for the invitation. May we always say yes, always. You know, it's a feast day today. Bernard of Clairvaux, I invite you to, to look him up yourself. Uh, I could talk more about it, but... Uh, but you know what? He's a, he's a doctor of the church. Big time stuff. So, Lord, thank you for saints uh, of our church. Thank you for those saintly men and women in our lives. And today especially, we thank you for Bernard of Clairvaux. Let's pray. If there is someone or something for which you would like to pray for today, I invite you to call them to mind at this time. And let's begin uh, with the uh, Luminous Mysteries today. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen, the fourth luminous mystery, which is the transfiguration. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, thank you for uh, being with me today on this podcast and um, opening the word with me. May your day be filled with every good thing, and may you and I both say, I do, to the best of our knowledge today.